It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. It's Sophie. And it's Ari. And here we are having a day. What'd you eat this week? This week, I want to bow down to a humble sandwich called the Bon Me. I hope that's not, (laughs) doesn't come across as like politically incorrect because I said bow. No. Oh, I thought you meant because you called it humble. And I was about to be like, all sandwiches are humble. That's what's beautiful about them. Um, No, I don't think... (laughs) Oh my God, it's 2019. Everything I say is wrong. So I had a bon me. I was having a rough day. It was actually after a recording session. I was on the train home with Rebecca, our associate producer, and I like was breaking out in a cold sweat. And I got off the train. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to die. I might have been a residual hangover. I don't know what it was, but it came on strong. And I got off the train. I saw this place, Hanko's. Honkos? Oh, never heard of it. It's in, oh, it's so good. In Brooklyn. There are two locations at least, maybe three now. Got a banh mi, just the original with pork, pate. Mm. If you don't know what a banh mi is, it's a traditional Vietnamese sandwich made with French bread, cilantro, pickled carrots, daikon, and then the original one has like crazy cold cuts in it, like head cheese, and then like crumbled pork sausage and pork pate. And and a cucumber. I went home and ate that, and I felt... Just so good. It's the best sandwich ever. Yeah. it's That's also a good hangover hang cure. Hang cure of a sandwich. Yeah. What did you eat this week? I This week I went to Mala Project, which I love so much. Is that the one where they put all the hot pot ingredients in for you? No. Or? So it's a dry pot. So it's a oh, Sichuan dry, dry, dry pot. So instead of cooking things in broth like a shabu shabu or like a Chinese hot pot, it's a dry pot. So everything, it's almost like a huge stir fry. So you choose all of these different ingredients. We were three people and they recommend like, I think eight to 12 for three people. Mm-hmm. So chicken thighs, cabbage, enoki mushrooms, woodier mm. mushrooms, all that kind of stuff. You choose your spice level, which, so the first time I went there, I must have gotten mild and just not known it mm-hmm. because this time we went regular level of spice and wow, <gasps> my stomach was doing some tricks on me. I love that. It was so good. Oh, bamboo shoots. Mm-hmm. The problem with the spice or what can be difficult about the spice is that it can sort of you know, hang out in crevices. And so you have a bite of oh, something. I like that. And all of a sneaky sudden, sauce. Way sneaky. Oh, yeah. And then you get like a flake. You get like a seed or just like a lot of sauce right. in, well, a, in a crevice. Mala a Project is also named after the Sichuan numbing spice. Mm-hmm. So it's like not just heat spice. It's that kind of numb, tingly thing that then hits you. Like it kind yes. of... Yes. I love that. You're like out for dinner with them and you're like, it's not that hot. It's not that hot. And suddenly you're like, 
oh my god, my back is wet. But it's also such a weird thing of like the hotter it is, the more you want to eat. Oh, You're like, I love it. I need to kill my mouth. All I want is that kind of food all the time, especially in the summer. Really? Yeah. In the summer, you want hot, spicy. I mean, yeah. Well, like, tro- it makes me feel like I'm somewhere tropical, like in Asia. I don't know. Well, that like, is. I want hot and I want to sweat and I feel good about sweating, but I feel like if I'm sweaty and then I have to put on my parka, I just feel disgusting. Oh, but I feel like it warms you from the inside. That's true, but I'm just obsessed with, you know, I'm very vain, so (laughs) I'd rather be like, it's easier to be tan and sweaty or like summery than like (laughs) look like you're, (laughs) look like how I looked with Rebecca on the train. Totally other subject from Sichuan Dry Pot. Today we're going to talk about salads. Yeah. It's hot. It's summer. It's here. We're all about raw produce. It doesn't have to be raw. Cold produce. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Perhaps one hot element, but not really. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Whoa. How do you define a salad? How about that line in Hamlet? My salad days. Yeah. It's like your young days. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're like young, fresh, green. Yeah. My salad days are beginning today. Yeah. Sure. I tried to make a salad for my boyfriend when he was here in the winter, and he was like, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. It's cold. Don't you get so excited when you suddenly start craving a salad because you know that warm weather is coming? In fact, all day today, I've been thinking about the salad that I'm going to eat tonight. You're going to make a composed salad. You're not going to make a side salad. Yes. You're going to make a salad that is a meal. Is that how you would define composed? So... The definition of composed is that it is arranged on a plate instead of tossed in a bowl. So I will actually be making a tossed salad for myself Mm -hmm. as opposed to composed. So I think like when you think about a dinner party or having people over, a composed salad would be like there's a bed of greens. There's a plate with some tuna on it. There's a plate of tomatoes. Like a niçoise. Exactly. Talk about a composed salad, a niçoise, a cob. Well, a shrimp louis. I just made Alison Roman's new take on the shrimp louis. She had this cute video that she put up, and my mom and I watched it together and assembled the salad together. It was really delicious. Although, I'm one of those people, one of those folks who didn't know what a shrimp louis was before. Maybe it's not a Midwestern thing. I didn't either. What, wh- why not? I don't know. It's like a salad with shrimp. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Boiled shrimp? Yeah. But yeah, it looks so pretty when you lay everything on the greens. Like You have the shrimp, and then you have the green beans, and then you have, what else did we put in there? We had some peas in there. We had some radishes, and you get Ooh. all the colors on top. But then you don't want to mix it because it's so pretty. You mix it on your plate, I think, is kind of the yes, point. Yes, yes. So it's like you picture any soise, you picture like a bed of lettuce, exactly, with the green beans and the haricover and small potatoes, yeah. et cetera. But then you mix it yourself as opposed to it being served to you pre-tossed. Pre-tossed, pre-chopped. Okay, she apparently in this video talks about the fact that she doesn't like creamy dressing. She does, which was very shocking to me because I tend to like everything that she makes mm-hmm. and writes about, but I love a creamy dressing. Well, I'm like, you know, she a cover me in ranch. Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, also a green goddess dressing. Yeah. So good. A buttermilk dressing. Yes. Like a German buttermilk dressing. Oh, my God. I want to take a brief moment and talk a little bit about tarragon. Sure. Go for it. (laughs) I think it's an overlooked herb. It's essential to a green goddess dressing. But it has such a particular perfume. Mm -hmm. And I think chopped up in a salad, even just with greens and a simple vinaigrette, or if you have chicken in your salad or seafood or anything, it pairs so well with savory elements. Yes, it it does. 
It's very a very not American flavor. Yes, and it's really pleasantly surprising. Yeah. Like whenever I have it, even though I I use it often, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Look at that tarragon. I know. The summer that we met, I was on a big tarragon kick. That summer <laughs> oh, tasted like tarragon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would put it in my water. You would? Yeah. Well, I think if I had some tarragon sitting around, I would put it in water with lemon. It was sure. delicious. It's also one of those herbs. I guess this goes for most herbs, but the dried version tastes nothing like the fresh version. Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. not at all. That's so true. Don't even I use the dried version, people. I feel like maybe rosemary is the only one that does resemble. Yeah. Okay. When you're making a salad. Yes. A salad is a main. We're talking about salads as mains. We're not talking about a side salad. We always make a side salad when we do our template, of oh, course. Yeah. But that's usually just like a green salad with a good dressing, maybe one other small element, but it's just a side salad. This yeah. we're talking about like your salad is your dinner, it's your lunch. Mm-hmm. What do you like to use? I might want to make like an Asian inspired salad yeah. or like a real Asian American 90s salad. Like I love like a peanutty chicken. Like an impersonation of the California exactly. pizza kitchen. Like they must have changed the name by now because it used to be called, like, the Chinese, Chinese chopped, chopped chicken salad. Yeah, so <laughs> good. I'd say overall the rules are if I'm making a big salad for one, a tossed salad for one, mm-hmm. or two, or three, or four, I want a pro- greens, I want a protein, mm-hmm. I want a crunch, whether that's, like, a slivered almond, or I recently had some crushed uh, ramen on a yeah. salad. Yeah, yeah. Super good. I usually want a fat as well. Oh, for sure. Whether it's avocado or or avocado. Yeah. Yeah. I was weirdly thinking that I actually don't love cheese in a salad, Mm. except for like parm and a Caesar, of course, I love, or if it's like a goat cheese salad. But I'm never one of those people who would put like cheddar in a salad. Yeah. I don't. Blue, I would. Taco salad. (laughs) How could I forget blue cheese in a salad? Oh my God. A Cobb salad? With hard pear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you yes. wrote for a pear salad, a classic. Yes. Anyway, what would you, what are your essentials? So I would say that my favorite green is a butter lettuce. Butter lettuce, Boston lettuce, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Crunchy, but with enough green part that it can get a little soggy in dressing. I love that, which I feel like a romaine mm. does well as well. Are you tearing by hand or are you chopping? I always tear by hand unless it's meant to be like a proper chopped salad. So like if I was doing any soies, I might actually chop as opposed to tear, but usually I always tear. Uh-huh. Um, I also like a really big leaf. So like I will take one leaf and only tear it into two parts as opposed to four. Mm-hmm. I love like a soft boiled egg yeah. on my salad yeah. since I've been trying to be climate conscious and eat a little bit less meat. But if I was doing meat, I would definitely do oh like a seared chicken thigh or tuna or shrimp or something like that. Yeah. But egg, agree about the avocado. Usually won't do a cheese, but again, like a feta is great yeah. if you're doing a Greek salad. Ooh, a finely sliced shallot. Yeah. Love a shallot. Me too, but I might need to like Put it in some cold water first, mm-hmm. or like maybe just let it hang out in some lemon juice. Oh, that's a, yeah. Wait, sometimes. let's talk about. Do you put fruit into your salads? I don't, unless someone requests it, or I like am following a specific recipe. It just never occurs to me. I also feel like you and I are pretty on the same page about not doing like a sweet and salty thing. Like I don't think you or I would do like apricot chicken like that. Yeah. Doesn't appeal. To oh, me. it does though. If I'm doing like a Moroccan dish. Oh, I, yeah, like a, a raisin. A raisin. Or an apricot. an apricot. Yeah. 
And then some Italian, like you get a raisin pine nut situation. So good. Yeah. Raisin, pine nut, parsley, or currant. So when I was thinking about fruits in my salad, I have mm-hmm. a note here that says, hell no. And then underneath it, it's like, <laughs> unless it's grapefruit with avocado or like a dried cranberry situation with like mm-hmm. a tahini dressing. Yes. So good. Speaking my language. But in general, I'm a no. But I do love a supremed citrus, like a supremed orange or a supremed grapefruit in a salad. You know, it's so cold. I do too, but I can't do it. Like I can, I can do it. I can. I am skilled I enough to do it, do but it. I like, can't. I can do it. But you know, well, you know how we were talking in an episode earlier about how I get really like thorough with wanting to like push things through a cheesecloth, and yeah. if there's some left over, I get like manic about it. Oh. So with yeah, if I have to supreme a, a grapefruit or an orange because you can't get it all off the pith, I start freaking out. You know, it's very easy to supreme, and maybe this could be a starter. Uh, pomelo. Huh. Because the pith is so thick and the, yeah, the whatchamacallit. Yeah, it kind of is like baggy. It's a baggy pith. The membrane is really thick and so yeah. it pulls off really easily. Sorry, guys. I was talking about supreming without taking into account the fact that maybe not everybody knows what it means to supreme. So it's basically where you take off all the membrane, all the pith of a piece of citrus, and you're only left with the pulp. So like the part that is the actual fruit. So the way that I do it is I cut off the top. I cut off the bottom. I cut around the sides so that all of the sides are exposed, right? It's like you're looking at that juicy part. It's like a jewel. And then I take my knife and just insert it right next to the membrane. You can't see me, but I'm like doing it in a V shape. She's mine. And then it just comes right out. It's so easy, actually. But it's but you kind of have to accept the fact that you're going to waste. Yeah. Which is why I usually keep it and just eat it because I weirdly love piss. Yeah, because you love bitter. I know. I can't help it. Oh yeah. Take me through some croutons. <gasps> well, Ari and I one time made a fee-fi-fo-fum Caesar salad. <gasps> it was fit for a giant. A little shout-out to previous guest, Chris Geary. The reason why I love this recipe so much, I got it from Cook's Illustrated, and it makes the greatest croutons. They are crunchy on the outside. You're doing a lot of Really soft today. on the inside. Uh-huh. Chewy. That's what I'm trying to say. Chewy on the inside. The reason why we called it fee-fi-fo-fum is not only because the bowl was so big, but the croutons were each about an inch and a half squared. So you cut up your bread. They suggest a ciabatta. You cut it into whatever size cube you want. Do you wait till it's stale? No. Do you like day old? No. This is fresh. Okay. You can. It doesn't really matter. Sure. You drizzle it with salt water, and you've um, pressed a garlic clove into the salt water. So they kind of soak Whoa. up this garlic water. Are you drizzling? Are you spritzing? Like, how do you make I, an even drizzle with water? I Put sort of pour it over, and then you just t- toss it with your hands. Got it. Then Got you it. pan fry them in olive oil. You have to do them in batches unless, well, depends on how big your salad is. I had to do it in batches. Yeah. Put it onto a baking sheet and put it into the oven. I forget, um what the temperature is, I would guess around 275 for like 10 minutes, eight minutes or something. And then the inside, beautiful and and chewy, outside like so golden, crispy. Oh my God, they're a dream. And how early do you have to do that? Or how far in advance? You can do it far in advance because they're crispy enough on the outside that they're not going to get dry exactly. Cool. Uh, So I love a crouton, but only in a Caesar. And only if it's a great crouton. Otherwise, I'd rather have bread. 
Yeah. Although I've been to restaurants where I've been like presently surprised by by my enjoyment, my own enjoyment of a crouton yeah. in a random salad. But no, I'm not putting them in my salads unless I'm making the traditional Caesar. What dressing do you make usually when you're at home? I love an Asian flavored salad. So I'll mix some like my go to is like couple tablespoons tahini, mm-hmm. soy sauce, um, maybe a splash of mirin, garlic, lime juice, um, maybe a little touch of sugar or honey, and then water to thin it out. Yeah. Maybe some rice vinegar. Um, but I like it creamy and really umami because oftentimes, you know, you put a protein on a salad, but the vegetables taste better anyway. That's part of why I do dressing. like doing an egg or an avocado is because it kind of coats everything like it gives it yes. an extra creamy element yeah oh, i spoke before about a tahini salad that i like to make with dried cranberries which i love to use a mustard green because it's really spicy mm-hmm. it's like a baby mustard green and maybe a baby kale or something like that dried cranberries you can use other vegetables if you want but i like to keep it really simple and then it's tahini really aged balsamic or even a pomegranate molasses. Ooh, I got some of that. Maybe I'll make this tonight. A little bit of whatever acid you want to use. You could do like a rice wine vinegar. Mm -hmm. And then mustard. Like heavy on the mustard, weirdly. Yeah. And and then, of course, a bunch of olive oil. And it's so – it's like – such a sweet, creamy – it's so good. And I'm usually not into – I'm going to make that tonight. But really good. (gasps) I don't fuck with a with a baby kale or a kale. I don't fuck with a regular kale, but a baby kale I will because it's so tender that it's it's it not the same. It's not. It, I don't feel like I'm eating it for my health. I feel like I'm eating it because it tastes for enjoyment. Good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Well, we know how you make your salad dressing. You're a big proponent of the jar, yeah, and not not a, as seen on TV salad mixer of any kind. What do you do? I usually, you know what? I'm not. I'm not like you. I, I don't. Know. I don't often make a dressing that needs to be emulsified so mm. much. Yeah, I'm usually a big like the dis- person. Yes, yes. I'm not. I'm not. Let's talk about that though, because certain dressings, like obviously a green goddess, an aioli, a vinaigrette, anything that is going to have a creamier consistency, even if it doesn't have cream in it. Like, it doesn't have to have dairy in it to be creamy, right? So, like, no. tahini, any of those things, those need to be emulsified. Whereas something that, as Ari has been talking about, something that you would pour on, like, a culturally insensitive Chinese chopped chicken salad mm-hmm. does not need to be emulsified. Because it's kind of doing it for you. Yeah. All right. Obviously, chicken is an easy protein. Tuna, of course, we know. Do you ever get funky? I always do salmon, actually. Ah, okay. Like you'll just sear a piece and put it on there? Um, nope. <laughs> I never sear it. <laughs> I always do. I use your recipe. Oh, you use the Sophie recipe. My father fondly calls Sophie's salmon, <laughs> which is, what is it? You preheat the oven with the pan in at like 400? Yeah, like 500, like as hot as your oven. As hot as you go. And then you put the salmon in and then you turn the oven down yeah, to, to like 250 and then you leave it in for, I don't know. 8 to 12 minutes. Yeah. So I do that. Sometimes I'll marinate it. Sometimes I won't. Yeah. Or I'll poach it. Oh, I love poached salmon Me so too. much. There, I went through a period of buying, like, smoked fishes. Yeah. So, like, a smoked piece of salmon yeah. or something like that. So good in a salad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like to have that. Let's get into equipment. Okay, trick question. Do you use a salad spinner? 
trick question. It's no <laughs> trick. You've been in my kitchen. I love my salad spinner. I think I use it almost every day. I know. So it's not even a question. That's why it was a trick. Oh, <laughs> that's what made it a trick. Yeah. Do you do a salad spinner? Of course. Yeah. It's unfortunate that your dressing will slide off of your greens if they're not dry it's pointless. enough. Pointless. I've been in so many, you know, Airbnb, rental houses, whatever, that don't have a salad spinner. Hot tip. <gasps> talk about a hot tip. Take a couple of kitchen towels, Okay. put all of your lettuce in there, your washed lettuce in there, and then you just spin it around, spin it around, spin it around, spin it around like crazy. Like Nellie would say, around. I put, I put uh, my hair uh, back and forth. No! <laughs> Jesus! Around my head like a helicopter. helicopter. That one. Yeah, yeah, like just like that. Just I like do that. It out to the side, not over my head. Yeah. That works too. Over my head is when the f- smoke detector is going off. Yeah, exactly. Also with a kitchen towel. <laughs> yes. Too hot. Not filled with salad though. Yeah. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I like an aggressive cooking yeah. motion. Unfortunately, my shoulder dislocates really easily. <laughs> yeah, so not for you. It feels a little dangerous, but I like to play with a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> so we're both salad spinners. It's dangerous. One of our favorite things. Amanda One of I'm holding my heart. You guys love <laughs> my mandolin so much. Passion. The passion is real. I can feel it from this side of the table. Yeah. You know, I love it too, and I love it so much because it's kind of like it's dangerous. Like it's this mysterious danger. Like I don't know if it's gonna hurt. If it's me. gonna like yeah. We've both been hurt. Kiss by me mandolins. or kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Will you kiss me or kill me tonight, yeah. Madeline? <laughs> yeah. It's like we I like both it. had major cuts. Oh, yeah. I was trying to mandolin sweet potatoes, which was insanely stupid. I was trying to mandolin them one Thanksgiving. I was making like a chipotle sweet potato situation. I should have just cut them. Mm. If an ingredient is too hard, don't use your mandolin. Likewise, if it's too soft, it right. tomatoes. Right, that's what I was going to say. Don't use a mandolin. Yeah. It's got to be cucumber, radish. What else are you mandolining? Cucumber, radish, carrot. Yeah, carrot. Yeah, something, something that's kind of hard And you can hold on to. I feel like sweet potato, somehow, you you can see why your fingers would get in the way because yeah. they're, like, kind of weirdly shaped. Very you know? true. Yeah, I ended up at the emergency room where a very beautiful doctor um, <gasps> super glued the cut shut. It stung like a motherfucker. Yikes. So intense. Yeah. I also feel like a mandolin is great because it elevates the look of your salad. So if you have guests coming over and you have a very plain salad, but there's a bed, it's covered in a bed of watermelon radishes. Oh, my God. The most beautiful thing. Because all of a sudden everybody's like, how did you do that? Well, you took out your hand. Magic, mandolin. folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wizardry. Yeah. Kitchen wizardry. There's a wizard in Brooklyn. Okay. I'm here. I've made my salad. I've kept my entire outfit clean. It's <gasps> shocking. Or I've finally taken off my apron. I'm putting my finishing touches on my dinner. Yeah? I go to mix the salad. Suddenly, I'm covered in my own salad dressing. <laughs> it is such a problem. It's like something must happen to me with my Yeah, what's your technique? I mean, I use my salad's tossers. Are they... They're two wooden. Okay. One is kind of a flattened spoon. The other is sort of a flattened fork. Yeah. What do you think? I'm like, maybe I should just stand there with my hands. That's what I've always read and that I never want to do. That, like, the only proper way to do it is with your hands because not only will you, I think, make less of a mess, but I think you need to be really gentle with the lettuce especially, but also all the vegetables because as soon as they start to wilt or bruise, then it's, like, Soggy, you know what I mean. I can't believe I've been denying myself the pleasure of tossing. Yeah, you're such my a salad. hand salad um, eater. I eat my salad with you my might hands as well. Always, so that's okay. I'm 
Wow. It's weird. Like, I'll handle a raw chicken with my hands, no problem. But with the salad, I'm like, oh, no. Well, I yeah, I don't feel <laughs> grossed out by any. Of course not. I just feel like maybe there's a part of me that's worried about guests seeing me doing that. Maybe. And being like, oh, but why should they give a shit? My hands yeah. are all over everything else that you're eating. Yeah. I promise I washed them. I mean, you, though, are so good at making sure the dressing, the dressing is somehow on every leaf and it's not Thank wilted. You. I feel like one reason I hesitate to do a lot of dressings that aren't just like a drizzle of really good olive oil and balsamic, I just feel like they get so wilted on the plate. Yeah. And I, I'm like, do I need to buy a spray bottle and fill it with dressing? Well, so I enjoy wilted lettuce. Me too, but it just looks so bad. No, and then the dressing yeah. sinks to the bottom of the bowl as yeah. opposed to staying on the top. No. There is that trick that we both do. If you are having people over, you can put the dressing in the bottom of the bowl that the salad is going in or ar- along the sides. Yeah. As opposed to directly on it so you don't oversaturate certain leaves. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about cooked versus raw ingredients. Sure. Because I love to do a blanched vegetable Me in too. a salad. So, like, sometimes I'll have a whole cooked salad. Very macrobiotic, actually. Like, a whole salad mm, that's all Easy cooked. to digest. Yeah, although not so much if you're eating, like, pure cauliflower. But, like, a blanched cauliflower, um, blanched asparagus, Harry broccoli, Harry Covert. And then, like, do all of that with a green of some kind, like a raw green. Yeah. And some avocado. Yeah, somehow such that feels, yeah, such a great salad and feels more like a meal than having everything raw. I feel like raw sometimes fills you up for an hour and a half and then suddenly you're ravenous. Whereas yeah. the cook, there's something about it that's a little more satiating. Yeah, maybe it has to do with, like, the way your body breaks it down and the timing of it. I don't know. I don't know. You know how if you go to, like, Houston's? Yes. Okay. Do, do you, I know how if you go to Houston's? If you go to Houston's, they will serve you a salad. It will be on a plate, not in a bowl. And it's like a pyramid. It's mm-hmm. it's piled. Have you ever tried to do that at home? It's impossible. Whoa. How do you do that I don't know. So you can, like, see all the beautiful elements, you know? In a bowl, you just see the top. I'm a really salad bowl person when I'm eating, like, alone at home. Oh, I'm a bowl. I'm a bowl for anything kind of a person. I'm a bowl. I'm a Netflix and bowl. (laughs) I'm, like, in in my pajamas, (laughs) any kind of food in a bowl, watching Netflix. I do feel like that's why all these dumb restaurants started being, like, bowls. Because there's something so satisfying about it. It's comforting. It's comforting, and there's something about the amount that it feels very huge. Yes. Yes. Okay, so if you were throwing a dinner party Uh and you wanted to do a big composed salad, what you putting on that salad? How are you going to do it? Well, I have so, I'm so excited. Well, then do you want me to just go for it? No, go. Well, I guess the shrimp Louis was a great composed salad for a dinner party. You could see the protein, you could see the fat, you could see all beautiful vegetables. It was very presentational and it looked like more of a meal rather than just like a bowl of things aren't hidden, I guess. Yeah. And then I think I must say, if you're having people over, I would also put like some bread and butter, bread and olive oil on the side. I don't know. Some person might get bitchy and be like, that wasn't a dinner party. You know, but bread and butter fixes all things, but I it does. do think that it does. Just like having one thing that is not the salad. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing I have to add that yeah. would be in the salad that was in the shrimp blue. Just boil a bunch of like seven minute eggs. Alison Roma said six. I think that's a little too runny. Six and a half. That's I do my six and a half. I do seven. You know, who's eggs. to say? <laughs> you put those on too. Those are 
very special. I think people are like, ooh, what is that? Can I have one? And you know of what course people may. love to do is they love to cut it, instead of cutting it lengthwise, cutting it sideways. What? So it's like the top and the bottom separate as opposed to left and the right separate. No. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Tell me about okay. your summer salad. Part, I, dinner party summer salad. Dinner party. party summer salad. So I'm seeing a long table. At each end, I have a gravy boat with green goddess salad in it. Okay. I have bread out. I have butter. It's crusty bread. It's delicious. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. Maybe I also, yeah, have like a small thing of new olive oil, like really green, really bright Ooh, olive like oil. like peppery in the back of your mm-hmm. throat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be kind of on its own plate. So I'm going to have really good tuna in oil, Uh like Italian style. I'm going to have those jammy eggs. I'm going to have a huge bowl of butter lettuce, Uh maybe like another kind of green that's like a little bit different. I might have to think about that. I'm having avocado. I'm going to have some new potatoes, boiled, small, new potatoes, big chunks of heirloom tomatoes, Maybe already dressed, actually, just with some olive oil and salt. A sheep's milk feta. Thinly sliced shallots. She's so excited, And folks. blanched asparagus. I'm excited because <laughs> I'm so hungry. And you get the herbs from the green goddess dressing. And so you have, like, all these different opportunities for protein and fats. It's a real DIY situation. It's like a craft table of salad. Oh, God, I love crafty. As my favorite summer salad, I wanted to just give a shout out to Shaved Fennel. Hey, Fennel, what's up? We're thinking about you. Shaved Fennel Supremed Grapefruit Avocado. There you have it, folks. Yeah. So make a summer salad at your next dinner party when you don't have enough time. Yeah. So play around with salad dressings at home. Use that jar if you need to emulsify. Yeah. Think about your presentation because that's a great way, especially with a salad, to get people excited. That's it. Have one of your friends bring over the bread if you don't feel like going out. What a great night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and some white wine. Oh, and hey, email us some questions. We really want to hear from you. Yeah. Tell us about the salads that you, you've been making this summer. Yeah. Or ask us questions about how to incorporate X ingredient into a salad. Yeah, we'd love to chat. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.